Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show, and we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And a couple of programming notes for you I want to make sure that you are aware of. First of all, if you haven't heard, we also have a Wednesday show, and I say we, that would be Paul Martin, my good friend Paul Martin and myself, on KHNC 1360 AM. And that's out of Johnstown, Colorado, which is just outside Fort Collins. We're right in the heart of Agenda 21. So we are the center of the resistance. And our broadcast ranges from about Cheyenne to Denver. And listen, you're saying, Dave, we don't live there. Okay, but I get emails from people who are listening on live stream and our archives who are in Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, Germany. Pretty cool. We have an international audience. So I'm encouraging everyone to listen, and that showtime airs on Wednesdays from 10 a.m. Pacific to noon Pacific, and we have some great guests. I mean, really good guests. I'll give you one example. We had a gentleman on yesterday, a missionary from Central America, and he said, oh, no, Nancy Pelosi and the squad were in Guatemala trying to illegally influence their election a couple of months ago. Isn't that interesting? They can do it. And they accuse Trump of doing the same thing. That's what you'll get on our show. Anyway, um, we'll be posting links for this. Our guest in this segment, terrific segment coming up. Um, He called me uh, this morning, and he being Bob Griswold, and said, have you heard about the shortwave situation with repeaters in California? And when he said the word California, I knew the news was not going to be good. So (laughs) I said, Bob, we need to get this out. So, as some of you know, I was just on uh, YouTube doing a live broadcast promoting this particular piece. And uh, we're going to also air this on Megaphone. You may be listening to it there. Uh, Archives, of course. And Global Star Radio Network. So, this is going to make the rounds. And, Bob, glad you could join us. I appreciate you calling me this morning. And you usually don't call me at at 6-something, and that's okay, because I'm up. But uh, I knew when you called that early, it was going to be important. So um, I need to mention, too, before we start, I almost forgot. Um, Two groups are sponsoring us for this segment. And uh, the first one, obviously, is ReadyMadeResources.com. And I'm going to let Bob tell you all about that as the show unfolds, because some of the things he's going to talk about are applicable to the storyline. Excuse me. And then, secondly, we had this cool little device, and I've been pushing it on YouTube, and it's going great guns. People are writing to me and saying, man, Dave, this is so good. I got a second. Thank you for doing this. It's a device that plugs into your port after you sync it with your cell phone. So it's like a Fitbit. And what it does, it tells you what's wrong with your car and what you can reasonably expect to pay. So you go to the car repair man, and we've all had that sick feeling in our stomach where we think we're being upsold and we know it's a bunch of bull, but we don't really have any evidence to confront the guy with. Well, this is your evidence. When you walk in, you'll already know what's wrong. How do you get yours? Go to repairwithdave.com, and we've got customers getting multiples. So I went back to the manufacturer. I said, can we do a deal for that? And they go, oh, yeah, sure. So they have um, multiple purchase price discounts. But I got to tell you, this is so low priced, it's going to more than pay for itself. And our other sponsor, as I said, is readymaderesources.com. All your prepping needs under one house with the expert free advice from Robert Griswold, who happens to be our guest. 
Bob, thanks for joining us, and thanks for putting up with that long leader of an introduction. But I wanted to get the business out of the way first, and uh, glad you could be with us. You know, you said I called you early this morning, and my my wife kids me. She thinks my motto is sleep is for losers. (laughs) (laughs) Mine would say that, too. (laughs) (laughs) That's not quite my motto, but I I don't need as much sleep as a lot of other people need. And, you know, I just find myself, uh, you know, just getting up early because I'm not distracted. And I have time to contemplate, time to pray, time to, uh, you know, uh, just reflect upon the times which we live. And, and what I need to be doing. Sort of like, you know, people throughout the Bible have done, like Noah did. He, I imagine there's many times he woke up reflecting upon, you know, not only the construction of the ark, but the supplies he would have to put on it, the provisions he would have to make for his family. I mean, just think of all that they had to do on the ark. They still had uh, daily business to mm-hmm. take care of. I mean, you know, all those things. So I, I imagine Noah was a pretty good uh, person with logistics. Same thing with Joseph. I mean, you, you know, God gave him that vision. And, you know, storing seven years worth of food for an entire nation. Now, just think of this. FEMA can't store food for one city for three or four days without running out or having logistic problems. Joseph had to plan for an entire nation for seven years. So it was a, it was a massive uh, effort in logistics to make sure that the food was ready and available. And so, you know, a, a lot of times I think it's good that we quiet ourselves and contemplate on what is going on. That, that We paint the picture of history. We look at history of the world. I mean, I forgot who said it, but it says history doesn't repeat itself, but it sure does rhyme. That was Mark Twain. That was Mark Twain. Isn't that a great saying? It is. Absolutely. And thank you. Um, Because we're looking at it now, and we are seeing nothing new under the sun. As Solomon said, there's nothing new under the sun. We're looking at a a regime that has been emboldened. They think they can get away with anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw a meme today that said, "You know, how dare Trump? Uh, how, how? I mean, how, how? How come I cannot impeach Trump for the things that I did? Um, you know, Joe Biden." And so these people are emboldened, and at the same time, they're being exposed. So there's an act of desperation there, and we all know what happens when people get desperate. Uh, they they start to act irrationally. I mean, we we're talking about a, a state that has codified, written into law, that I can go to the bathroom on the sidewalk, that I can drop my dirty, probably hepatitis, AIDS, whatever infected needles on the sidewalk, but I can't have plastic straws. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 these people are insane. They are not right in the head. So we actually have the crazies running the asylum. And we are watching the destruction of one of the most prosperous states in our nation. It's pretty much destroyed right now. And it is going to fall apart. So we have to look at the broader picture. You know me. It's always peel the onion. So they want to get rid of ham radio. Let's peel the onion a bit right now. Peel back the layers and see what we can come up with. It's, it's not always ironclad. But as we contemplate upon what they may be doing, what I think they are doing, um, you know, it's time for people to start getting very serious about this because they are making this move. They are desperate and they're making the move to quench any um, opposition whatsoever. So here we have a state that some of the, 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 the main players in it are the main players in Washington and their wickedness, their absolutely horrific wickedness is being exposed. 
We have a state that is catastrophically in debt. I mean, they're supposed to be running out of will run out of money and can't pay their bills. You have a state with you know people, millions of people who have guns, in which they're doing their best to try to take everything away as far as guns, ammunition tax, ammunition license, taxing any kind of weapon that has a you know detachable magazine. And and so, you know, you look at that, also the fact that possibly, you know, and and I understand why. I want to say this. So let's keep this picture going here. I understand why the um, FCC is, is trying to slow down the import of these cheap ham radios for one reason. I understand it because you can take that radio and you can tune it into MERS or GMRS which are two watt radios and little bitty antennas, so they only transmit maybe a half a mile. And you can get a 10 watt radio with a long antenna and actually step all over everybody, but they're doing it now. It's happening now. And so we're seeing this Barack Obama, um, and I, I don't know where it's gone from here, but actually talked about banning some of the HF ham radio frequencies. So, you know, Dave, I have to ask myself, is California trying to um, be able to keep people from networking when all this bad news comes to bear? The state's broke. They, 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 the, the, the people in the state, I have to imagine a lot of them, especially the ones that are armed, realize that the people that have caused this have lived high on the hog. They have raped the state of its money. The corruption is so deep that it's unfathomable. It's, it's like the bottomless pit of hell. And so now the state is saying, we don't need these ham radio repeaters anymore. I don't think it's a matter of need. Let, let me share you with you what I know. In fact, I'm interviewing Paul Preston on this same evening on this topic, and I'll just give you one tidbit of what he told me. Um, he didn't mention the shortwave that we're going to get into, but he did say this is the month where California is completely insolvent by hundreds of billions of dollars. It all comes Correct. together now. And I asked, the onion. Uh, yeah, I asked the question. I said, is this why Trump isn't sending in the troops prior because of all the obstruction and sedition that's gone on with the po- California politicians? And he said, yes, uh, they're expecting a fight, Bob, and they don't want people like you and me that live in California. They don't want us to communicate and organize against the violence that's coming. That's exactly correct. I mean, this is what I get from it. Restrict the access to inexpensive ham radio. Restrict the access to a repeater. Now, for the people who don't know what a repeater is, this is the this is the wonder of what gives ham radio this ability to to reach out fifty to a hundred miles, because all radio works on what's called line of sight. I mean, you know, my antenna has to see your antenna to talk to each other. Now, if you have trees, buildings, obstacles in the way, hills, mountains, it doesn't work. The signal hits that and it's deflected. Whereas uh, a repeater is some uh, is a, basically a radio that's put on top of a tall water tower, a tall building, something to that effect, and then because it's high up, my antenna can see it. So then I can it, it, my signal goes into that at five watts. It comes out maybe at a hundred watts at from a much higher position. 
So that's what gives the ham radio the capability of talking that 50 to 100 miles. With that 50 to 100 miles, your area of operation, you can you can secure your area of operation. If 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 the powers of tyranny come to you, you know you can say, "Listen, that broken arrow. I'm in need. I have I, I have an emergency." If you're all there by yourself and you can't do anything, you've got your guns, you've got your food, you've got everything you need, but you cannot tell people that there's an there's an emergency in your area. There's something bad is going on in your area, whether it's blue helmets or, or whatever it is. Your ability to survive is greatly diminished. This is why every totalitarian regime that has ever existed in in the modern era has banned shortwave radio, banned transmission of radio signals. They do not want you to be able to network. Again, going back to what Jesus did, you know, with his disciples. Look at it this way, and this is what I've told people you, why you need to develop this network. You had Jesus had his Peter, James, and John, the three. He had his 12 disciples, he had the 70, and then he had the masses. There's a concentric circles of fellowship. And right now, while we have the ability, we need to be able to develop those concentric circles so that if you, Dave Hodges, all of a sudden found out something was going very bad in your area, and possibly even a move against Dave Hodges, um, you could get on the radio and put out on you know frequency broken arrow or whatever code word you'd want to use and that would allow the people who would hear that because it's very difficult to break that transmission you they could shut you they, if they were going to do that to you Dave they'd shut your cell phone off your IP address would be down you, you would not be able to communicate but with your radio you could put out that signal that something's gone wrong and there's a good possibility it would get out so they just can't say well Dave Hodges just went off whack job and he just disappeared we don't know what happened to him that's not going to be able to happen at that point they won't be able to come and get you in the middle of the night and just make you disappear and say we didn't have anything to do with it we don't know what happened to him and they will do do that if they can. Um, but being able to discuss these issues and put out you know, uh, a signal that says I'm in need gives you a far greater chance of survivability because at that point, they can't hide what they want to do. And once that signal goes out from you or somebody else that, you know, there's been people coming here to do me harm, they have nefarious purposes to do me harm, all of a sudden it's going to get exponentially harder for the next one they go to and harder for the next one they go to because they realize that, you know, these people aren't playing nice that are doing it. They're they're taking you off somewhere. They're denying they've done it. And so there's not going to be a happy ending here. Um, And that gives everybody the chance to be alerted to the fact that a state like California, which is filled with uh, just psychopathic people that govern the state, um, to, to all of a sudden have that pause because all they know that we cannot do this under the cloak of darkness, under the cloak of secrecy. And this is why it is so important, Dave, to have this capability. And in my humble opinion, you know, when they're saying, you know, we no longer need this service, we, 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 we no longer need these emergency repeaters, that's 
Bravo Sierra, excuse me, because, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. when the when the California fires happened, you know what was saving people's bacon? It was the ham radio operators. Sure, I've the, heard the, that. The towers had been burnt down. I mean, you couldn't, there's no comms, but the people who had ham radio could call in and say, listen, the fire's coming north this way. You need to head out south and give the people instructions. It had saved countless lives, ham radio operators, in California. So for the state to come out and say, we no longer need this anymore, I mean, peel the onion, figure it out. It's, it's, there, there's something other than what they're telling you at play. So uh, th- that's why I, I, I tell people, and I'll be, I'll be glad to, you know, work with people. And, I, and that's why I tell people also to work within your ham radio club. It doesn't mean you're going to have to go there and tell them all your plans, but you go there and listen. You know, intelligence gathering on radio is four times, four to one, four times more I listen than I talk. I listen to what people are saying because people will talk about what's important to them. People will talk about things that they need, that need, they have, they want, whatever, and especially in an emergency. And you can gain a massive amount of intelligence. The, the, even the government will be talking on ham radio or other forms of communication that you can listen to. And this is why it's important of a scanner so that you can scan those frequencies and listen. They might try to encrypt it, but yeah. if they're encrypting Bob, it, before we go down know. that road, before we go into technique, yeah. I want to go there. But I want to make sure people understand what exactly is illegal. Is the owning the radio illegal? Is it just the repeaters? How far did it go? Well, okay, right now they're saying they they no longer need these emergency repeaters in the state of California. That they are planning on, they have taken ham radio out of their emergency planning. So they no longer, as a state body, recognize it has any value, although it just recently demonstrated its extreme value. The other thing that is illegal, and this is what people need to know that have bought these Bofang radios, it's illegal to transmit out of ham radio bands with those radios. So if you have a radio and it'll transmit, uh, MERS is like 151 to 154 megahertz. If you start transmitting in that band, that is illegal. You can't do that. Nothing to prevent you from listening, but if you transmit and get caught, uh, they're going to hammer you. Um, and they've allowed millions of them into the country, so it's, I, I do ask why are they moving now? Um, because again, you know, uh, uh, standard handheld ham radios could be in the two, two to three hundred dollar price range, and you can a lot of people might not be able to afford that. Whereas, especially if they had to buy for three or four people. But with a Bofang radio, I can buy four of those from, from you know maybe hundred hundred twenty dollars, and supply four people. Because again, one radio is good for listening, but it's not good for much else. Um, you know, unless you have being a talk to people. So if you wanted to network with all of your friends, you know, all of your friends need to get together and get a license, and then learn how to use the radios correctly. And when you do that, then you can communicate back and forth. So, um, you know, that's that's what they're making illegal. The, 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 well, not illegal. They're just they're just saying it's not of any importance to us anymore. So they're going to so take not down gonna the repeaters that uh, people need to communicate with. That that, it, that the state uses to communicate with because it's not important anymore, and and it's never been a ham friendly state to begin with. It, it's always been difficult, and they make they again they always make things difficult because they do not want to have that independent people out there being able to network and talk back and forth. You know, California is a state that's basically ruled by tyrants who believe and they want to control all the information. They want to control the the input of information and the output of information. Um, and so w- w- with that 
that said, that's what they're doing. They're, they're saying that the emergency radio service that ham radio operates on is no longer needed in the state of California. And yet in the state of California, that same emergency radio service saved quite a few people when those fires were burning down that whole town. Um, information that can get in because, again, your, your landlines can be uh, towers can come down. The, the, all those things can happen, whereas you can get line of sight into there um, and tell people what exactly they need to do. One person with a ham radio in that city could save hundreds of people by getting accurate information. So the state of California is saying, I guess, we no longer need this. This is no longer being our emergency planning. Bob, so, Bob let me interrupt yes. you here. I'm going to put on my tinfoil hat because you are right on to what I'm thinking. And I'm going to give a, just a real brief history lesson here so people don't think I'm totally off the rails. The CalExit movement, sponsored by the Democratic Party, wanted California to leave under UN being a UN protectorate. And that meant that UN would provide military defense using a multinational force. Well, that never came into reality, and now the new California movement under my friend Paul Preston has sprung up. And they're really outpacing CalExit, which is dead in the water. But let's just assume for a second that California goes further into insurrection, further you know, in, into their treason that they're practicing, where they're actually saying to ICE, uh, you're not allowed here in California soil. Uh, they're undermining ICE activities, FBI activities, which totally is illegal. Uh, let's just assume for a second that the troops are set in, conflict starts, California calls in the UN, they don't want the citizens helping the government against California. That's my scenario. Tell me how crazy I am. Well, I don't think you're, you're crazy at all. I mean, you, the people that are crazy are the people that are in the government. I mean, again, going back to it, they, they allow you to go to the bathroom on the street just making a, a absolute health nightmare. They, they allow needles on the street. And, and again, you know, just on a segue note here right now, all I would have to do is go pick up some of those needles and I could culture whatever's on them. I mean, hepatitis, typhus, you name it. If it's on that needle, you could t- you could you could culture it and make a biological weapon out of it. So these are just thrown along the streets, but you can't have plastic straws. These people, I think, are clinically insane people. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are they have been demonically just corrupted in their minds, so they cannot think straight. And so um, their their only goal in life is the acquisition of power and money. And, and, you know, again, authority over everyone else. They have to feel like they are God because they want to be able to control every aspect of your life. And if you look at California, I mean, it's, it's a regulation concerning everything in life. These people have this God mentality that they know better than anyone else. And yet this is the king has no clothes. These are the insane people. And so the, I think they realize, Dave, going back to my point, that they realize the state of California is flat, blank, busted broke they they know Mm -hmm. that there's so many people that they have dependent on that system of welfare whether it's ebt whether it's cell phones housing whatever whatever benefits they get from the government 
they see a mass exodus from their state, realizing that the tax base is leaving their state. Uh, they realize that the people there are going to turn on them. Even the, I mean, you know, if you, you, I don't care if, if you take good care of your slaves. Eventually, when your slaves have the opportunity, they're going to turn on you and kill you. I mean, it, because people don't like slave slavery. I don't want to be someone's slave. Even if the, my master's a benevolent slaveholder, I don't want to be someone's slave. And so these people have been enslaved by this system because they get everything from the government. When the government goes down, they realize that there is going to be trouble. The people that have the firearms in the state realize this trouble is going to be there. So they, in my opinion, are going to try to restrict access to these services that we as individuals and citizens have, ham radio, um, like they're restricting access to all the other services that are in California that you can use to protect yourself, firearms, whatever. And because, again, it goes back to the point. If I cannot network and I have all the food, all the water filters, I have firearms to protect myself, your chances under those situations of survival are small. But on the other hand, if you can put out your broken arrow to your network of friends and then they can put it out to their friends and you guys can somehow have a plan that you can you know, network together to survive so if something evil comes your way, you can do something. And the perfect example of that was during the Rodney King riots. I mean, the Koreans there were using radio and firearms to network and pull together. So if the crowd was coming towards one Korean store owner shop, they were calling and saying, hey, guys, they're coming this way. Come down here and help me. And that's a, you can watch it on YouTube. That's exactly what they did. They networked together with radio to prevent those mobs from coming and destroying their livelihood. I mean, California knew that. They looked at that lesson. Now, they might not care that, that the mobs weren't able to destroy those Korean businesses, but they did learn a lesson from it. Boy, we might be the mobs they might be coming after us, and we don't want them to be in a network. I mean, call me crazy. But. No, listen, I'm going to call you crazy because I'm crazy too. Yeah. But uh, I believe we're going to have a night of the broken glass. Mm-hmm. Only the thing is, it's not going to be so much our businesses. It's going to be us. Yeah, exactly. Left, that's that's what I'm after. saying. And and if they do, you want to be able to have your radio to where if you have even 20 seconds and, you know, everybody knows what broken arrow means. It means our lines have been penetrated uh, or some something to the effect of that code, you know, to say, listen, there's bad things happening here and um, and, and I need help. Um, you know, please make this make people aware, because at that point, they just can't whisk us off in the middle of the night and Jerry Epstein us somewhere. You know, oh, he hung himself off the tree. Look at that. He he had a bad day. He hung himself. Too bad. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know they won't be able to do that because all of a sudden there's going to be a hue and cry out to say we want to know what happened to this man. You took him. What did you do with him? What have you done with him? And I'm not saying that they won't do something bad, but I'm just saying the chances of them doing something bad with everybody knowing about it are far less. I mean, you look at Sakharov or um, Sakharov or uh, Solzhenitsyn in the Soviet Union. I mean, I imagine many times they wanted to kill those two dudes, 
but they couldn't because the West was aware of them. They, they were smuggling information out. They had gotten more alive, and the Soviet government is treating us very poorly. And so at that point, the Soviet government knew they could not easily just kill those two men and make them disappear because all of a sudden there'd be consequences to pay on the international you know, uh, news front that, sure. all, that, that, was, that kind of information was revealed. And that's why I'm saying this is what we need to do now, that if Bob Griswold, Steve Quayle, whoever, whoever it is, even, I mean, even Tucker Carlson, Hannity. I mean, these people, Rudy Giuliani. I mean, Rudy Giuliani, I have to admit, he's coming out and he's like, he is just absolutely exposing it. I hope he has good security. And I hope if something, you know, would have happened to people like that, that there's some way that they have planned ahead of time to say, no, I did not hang myself in that tree. I did not shoot myself in the back of the head three times. Um, and, and again, that's the pre-planning of what we can do, because again, these people are absolutely criminally insane. You look at Shift. He gets up in front of Congress and lies through his teeth about what President Trump said, puts it in the congressional record. This is an absolute criminal treasonous offense, and he wants to write it off like it's a joke. I mean, that's the sign of insanity. And so, now what did he call these, it, Bob? He called it, I think, a parody. Yeah, he called it a parody, or he's just joking. But when has that ever been done? Somebody gets up that, that Dave, if I got up and, and I absolutely hate your guts, and I got up and said, you know, Dave Hodges was this, that, the other thing, and the worst of the worst, you know, everything the Democrats are doing, I accused you of. And I go, oh, it's just, I was just making fun. I, was, I wasn't serious. I don't think you'd take it very funny, would you? I don't think you'd think that was very funny. I think I you mean, know me better than that. Yeah, <laughs> I do know you better than that. Um, it would be liabous, liables. It would be slander. And, and yet, you just see they get away with it. So they're emboldened. I mean, Hillary Clinton, I mean, Giuliani called her out the other day, said she's the arch criminal of the century. But she is. She gets, she gets away with it. I mean, and I think all, I think a lot of this, you know, just to segue again here, you know, I mean, who knows who released all that stuff about Biden's corrupt dealings? What if Hillary did it? I mean, then Bernie Sanders. I mean, you know, she might, I don't care what she said, she might be tempted to run again. She is running again. I know. She, I mean, I know. I know. I, I'm, yeah. you know, I, I said this um, uh, Michael Savage show, and uh, she is running again. She came on the, the late show, and she spent 15 minutes bashing Trump. It was a campaign speech. Yeah, she she has said he deserves to be impeached. I mean, can you believe it? That lady says that P Trump deserves to be impeached. Now her husband was impeached, so um, yeah, good grief! This is this is a lady who has there is not one um, evil deed that you enter your mind that she has not done. Um, she is just as corrupt as can be, and yet she is doing this. It's just, it is demonic and being just brazen demonic activity in her life being revealed. Um, so, again, if we see these powers, that these evil, wicked powers gain political power in this next election, I think we'll see a move against firearms for sure, body armor for sure, night vision for sure, ham radio for sure, anything that people can use to protect themselves, network together, 
you know, be able to survive without having the government take care of all of our needs, uh, I think you'll see a move against it all. I mean, Hitler and every other tyrant that has ever lived, you know, it was against the law in Nazi Germany to own a ham radio. If you were caught with a ham radio, a receiver, you could be put to death. So this, as I said, as you said, Mark Twain, you know, history doesn't repeat itself, but it sure rhymes. And, you know, if you peel this onion very far, you start to come to the conclusion that these people know something, that that they have a, a, a big deficit coming. Well, I think you're, bank- you're right on the money. When You know, let's go back to the California example again. When you know you're going to be engaged in a conflict, what's your first uh, operation? It's to take out the command and control. And if you Communication. Know, Three if you know that the liberals... Michael Savage asked me this yesterday. He said, so what is going to be the catalyst for the revolution? And I said, when the Democrats realize they can't win, even when they bring back Hillary Clinton, when that moment of realization happens... That's when all hell is going to break loose. And I believe this is what California is planning for with this action. They don't want people like you and me, the people that support the new California movement, that don't want anything to do with these liberals. They don't want them to be organized when the conflict arises. I firmly believe that from what you're saying. And well, I agree with you. Even California even tried to prevent Trump from become, beginning on the ballot. They, they know there are all their millions of voters. They wanted to make the, they, to win the popular vote. And, and so, again, this, it, it, this is a broader picture in play here. Just Not what's just going on in California, but it's a broader picture of we have seen over the last Barack Obama administration, we've seen the treason of the Russia collusion the Russian hoax, um, the, the the now the Ukraine um, thing, it's just it's falling apart. It's going back in their face. So the the, the more this happens, the more these people will become desperate. So uh, again, what do we do? This is we we always like the solution based answers to people. Well, networking, Dave. I, I I preach this every time I come on your program. We need to get with people who are like-minded. And I know I hear it all the time. Well, I don't, there's no one else in my area that is like-minded. Well, I, I just know that we get orders from all over the country. I talk to people every day, um, you know, that, uh, you know, do you know anybody in my area? And I, I'm not going to tell anybody in there. I'm just not going to divulge any information. But I go and look up zip code, and there's 15 people that have purchased from us in your zip code. Now, how can you meet those people? I tell people, this is why I tell you, go to your ham radio club. Because if I tell everybody in that zip code to go, and they and half of them go, there's going to be seven people at that ham radio club that are new people. And not that we go there and talk and tell everybody what we do, but we listen. And eventually, you know, what we are comes out, and you can start networking with people. And so that's what I tell. Develop this plan of networking. Develop your communication area of operation map. And I'm, I'm in the business process right now making one that I can uh, actually do a, a live demonstration of it on, of using those maps I've told people to get. 
gluing them to a piece of plywood and then showing you where I've actually gone out and said, okay, I can get 10 miles this direction, five miles this direction. There, you know, there may be some buildings and stuff in the way, eight miles this direction, three miles this direction. I, I draw that map. So I know when, when push comes to shove, if John's living eight miles away and I can get 10 miles, I can reach him. But if, if the inverse is true, if he lives 10 miles away and I can get eight miles, I can't reach him. I need to know that before I need to know it before push comes to shove and I need to know it. And this is, again, why you want to network with people so that you can develop this area of operation map, you know, um, and, and, and develop it ahead of time so that when push comes to shove, you know, if I, if Dave Hodges says I am in need, you know, it's going to go so far, you know, you have people listening. Yeah, I just had a thought. I don't even know if it's practical, Bob, but, you know, but sometimes out of bad ideas can come better ideas. Um, if you had at the bottom of a website a listing by states and you could, we advertised it, okay, you're not sure how to organize into groups for protection when all hell breaks loose, um, we're going to have a sign-up list. And you can leave your desired communication, like an email. And uh, that way, people who live in your area can come online and see that and email you. Yeah, with, with caveats, because it can be abused. The federal government, um, you know, I, I, it might be a bad joke, but what's the definition of a Ku Klux Klan meeting? It's 50 FBI agents waiting for an idiot to show up. Um, you know, so you have to be careful of those kind of infiltrators. So if you, if you do that, the first thing you have to say is anybody who starts promoting illegal activity, anybody who starts promoting racist activity, anybody who starts promoting these kind of activities where we don't work together, because the key is we work together. I don't care if you're black, yellow red, white, whatever color. If you're a patriot, you're a patriot. I don't care. The, the race thing doesn't matter. Right. Um, you, know, you know, so you, you just have to be very careful about some type of provocateur showing up and, and saying, um, hey, let's go burn this building down. Or, hey, let's go shoot these people. Um, that's the last thing was what we're about. We're about saving lives, not taking them. Now, eventually, if, if people come to hurt us, you know, we have that right of self-defense, but we're not about going out and being proactive and taking the fight to them and all, all this other thing. They, they will do it quick enough. And um, if they do it, we do have the right of self-defense. But it's a, it's a good thing. And I think an email is good because you don't give an address or a telephone number or something. Yeah, and I would recommend creating an email specific for this purpose. So your yeah. private email uh, proton mail, uh, A Proton Mail account. It's an encrypted mail account. It's very difficult. Nobody can trace it. But Proton Mail is an actually very good place to go and create an email account. I'm making myself Oh. Here. I, I don't even know if this is practical. It's something I'm going to talk to my webmaster about. Um, but we could just have, you know, click on your state, leave your name and email, and then people can contact you. Don't use your own personal email. Create one for this purpose. And don't use your real name. Yeah, yeah. just do that. And just start feeling people out. Yeah, use and it. And then meet, it, it, meet at a safe yep. location. Yep. You know, uh, don't meet it at your home or their home or whatever. Meet it at a location and a public location um, and, and just feel each other out. Don't meet individually. Have have a group meet, um, things of that nature. But, yes, it, it can work. I mean, that's how recruiting is done. That's how, you know, Antifa does it. They put ads in the newspaper and George Soros paid ads. So they get people to show up. Um, but, you know, Dave, if you want to see how vile it has become, I watched a video the other day of these Antifa people 
blocking this elderly woman who's using mm-hmm. a walker right. to try to get across the street with her husband. I, I mean, that infuriated me. I mean, it, it infuriated me to watch this elderly lady be harassed, sworn at, intimidated like she was. Th- those people are just absolute vile animals, and I don't think there's anything they won't do. Those are the kind of people you'll be dealing with. I mean, they have no conscience whatsoever. And I guess he proved to be some Canadian Syrian immigrant that just you know came here to destroy our system. But, David, it's time to take this very, very seriously. Again, I just want to mention something. You know, um, a good shortwave radio. Now, we have it. You can get it off Amazon or whatever. It's a Cato KA900. It's right at $100. And with that, you it's a, trans, it's a receiver only. You can listen to shortwave radio. Shortwave radio allows you to listen to programming around the world. You can actually go on Google and type in shortwave, shortwave, radio, shortwave radio programs. Excuse me. And you'll come up. It'll have... Dozens of programs, patriot-based programs, religious-based programs, and news programs from around the world, and that way you can start hearing, you know, what other people are seeing going on. Um, and so, I would recommend everyone to get a shortwave radio receiver. And then again, you know, um, while they are available, I mean, if you have the money to get a more expensive radio, that's great. If you have the ability to get a, a HF transceiver, that's great. What but kind of uh, antenna it, comes with that shortwave receiver? Uh, well, it comes with, you know, you, that, that's in here. Again, thank you. That's an excellent question, Dave. I just want to really say that's a very, very good question. Because unlike all the other radios you'll buy, that the only way to take the antenna off a MERS radio or a GMRS radio is to break it off. I mean, it, they're, they're well fixed in there. It's part of the radio system. So you can't take it off and change the antenna to be more a bigger antenna. Ham radio, you can unscrew the antenna and put a larger antenna on. And I just want to say this. If you have a million-watt radio, it, that doesn't help with reception. Reception is not, it's not all, but it's largely a function of the antenna. So a little antenna is not going to get good reception. A bigger antenna is going to get better reception. And a larger antenna is going to get great reception. So the thing with ham radio is you can even take that little $25 bow thing and put a big antenna on it. Not much money. It doesn't cost much to do it. And all of a sudden you're... Let me me ask you a question because this is the point where the layman, and I'm one of them, is going to come in and ask this. If someone were to purchase a shortwave receiver now and they go, you know, I really like this. I'd like to participate. Do they need to buy an entirely different unit to begin to communicate? Yeah, just a shortwave a short receiver is only for listening. But again, keep in mind, in intelligence gathering, it's four times to one time as far as listening. You listen a lot more than you talk. You know, you put the quarter in the machine, let the machine run its course, and if it stops, you put another quarter in and let it talk some more. Because your job is not to give information about yourself, it's to get information about the other guy. That's why I tell people, you know, if, if you have the ability to scan GMRS and MERS, which doesn't matter what the box is, those radios get about a half a mile. If you are scanning those frequencies and you hear people in an emergency talking on those frequencies, that means you have people with the ability to coordinate in your area. You might want to go see what it's about. And there's ways you can do that. There's ways you can direction find a signal. And, you know, they might be just regular people talking, but it might be people talking about you. 
and you know you want to find out about that before they come to you so um, you know just being able to scan GMRS MERS is a very good thing to be able to do and you can get their receivers to do that and just listen don't ever talk on it just listen and if you again, were to get the whole meal deal here, okay, so let's say, okay, well, I'm not a shortwave certified guy, but I'd like to listen while I learn. Would you recommend buying both the sending and receiving capability unit? Yes, if, if you plan on getting a license, yes. Now, with a word of caution here, you, you can turn that Bofang on and you can scan the frequencies and listen and listen and listen. But when you push that transmit button and you don't have a license, you're in violation of FCC rules. If they catch you, they're going to hammer you hard. So, so don't get caught doing it. Uh, don't do it. To put it that way, don't get caught doing it. Don't just don't do it. It doesn't take anything, Dave, to get a license. Now, I will say this: there's three different classifications of license. There's the first one you'll get as a technician's license, then a, then a general, and then an amateur extra. Um, I know a lot of people. I took mine two weeks apart, um, but some people take them the same day. You know, I mean, I took it and I had a little bit of background electronics, but I ace the test um, and so it wasn't that hard Joshua my son who didn't know anything about ham radio he studied it and he passed the test so at 12 years old so uh, again it's it's not something that's that's pretty good extremely difficult yeah extremely yeah. difficult and and you know now he's gone on to the, becoming a pilot where he's actually getting his FCC certification talking you know um you know, airline frequencies, uh, so we can do that. But um, so get those licenses, learn to use it because the first license allows you to talk on those little Bofang radios. The next license is with the general license, and that's the ability to purchase radio equipment that'll transmit around the world and hear from around the world. So I can actually, you know, it's, it does the same thing the, the shortwave receiver does, but it allows you to transmit. And I can tell you, I have talked to people all around the globe, everywhere. Is from the farthest away, from Western Australia um, to close in the United States, everywhere on the globe. And so, if I had, if I live in te- Tennessee and I have a brother in Virginia and a family in Texas and California, I can talk to all of them, see how they're doing. Again, coordinate effort to survive because I, I think not only is California broke, but I think we're coming up on a financial crisis in the United States where there's going to have to be some major curtailing of some of the social services that have been doled out with such generosity. I mean, their politicians are very generous with our money and they've doled them out and they're not going to be able to make all these state, uh, state retirement programs are way in the red. And so this is all coming home to roost. And when it does, it's not going to be a pleasant time. Um, and, and, and Dave, unlike 1860, when the Civil War of that era, I mean, you had people of the same faith, the same nationality. A lot of them went to the same military school, West Point. Um, we, we were basically brothers. We all came from Europe. And that war was savage. Imagine when you, all of a sudden you throw different races into that box, you throw different religions, you throw different cultures. All of that's thrown into the box this time. I mean, if we think 1860 was savage, we've never seen anything yet because history does teach that when you have people fighting over religion or race, it gets... What is that? Do you hear that? Yeah, I heard that. I don't have a clue what it was. What the heck was that? That wasn't on my end. It wasn't on your end either, I assume. No, sir. Not at all. I heard it, but no, sir. Yeah. Yeah. 
Nope. Well, do you know? Do you know what happened yesterday when uh, we were doing our Wednesday show? Paul Martin and I were interviewing a um, climate change activist in reverse. In other words, he has common sense. And uh, 30 minutes of our interview just disappeared, and there's nothing wrong with that station. Someone just cut yeah, it out. It, Someone just cut it out. Yeah. Um, it doesn't surprise me what what they do. Uh, again, if, if something is being effective, it doesn't surprise me. But, again, going back to my point is this time you're going to have a civil war in this country if it does happen. And I pray to God it doesn't happen. There it is again, Bob. Yeah, there it is again. Yeah, I hear it. But um, it's done as an irritant. That's an irritant. Um, you know, you're going to have a civil war that's going to involve much more than just people of the same nationality, the same religion, the same culture, the same heritage. Sure. You know, same race. It's, it, it'll get violent because people fight over religion. They fight over national race. That's what people love to fight over. And so it'll be brutal. And again, chance will favor those that are prepared. So, Dave, I, I just really want to encourage people. It's 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 not something, you know, I, I've ready made resources. That's how I make my living. I do it. I help people. Um, I, I understand it does pay my bills. But at the same time, Dave, I, I really do feel this mission-driven thing in my life to get good Americans prepared for what's coming because um, if, if, you know, you get people like prophets or people that just know history, whatever, I mean, when, when the president of the United States tweets a Civil War-related message, he is saying something he can't say. I mean, that should have been a megaphone to anybody who had any sense at all what he's saying. That, that the country is horribly divided, that the country is on the brink of violence, and he was alerting his side. I mean, forgive me if I'm wrong, President Trump, but um, that's how what I took out of it. Well, I don't think there's any dispute with that. I think we're in a great deal of danger. And I, th I think we need to, to act with all due haste. Can you give us an approximate idea of pricing? Well, a Bofang F8, and I'll, I'll continue to sell them as long as Amazon does, um, a Bofang F8 radio is $63. Uh, we have a package where you get two radios, two of the longer antennas, two batteries, the, the repeater guide, the ham radio license, uh, two military-grade throat mics, um, and the cloning cable. Um, it's under $500. Um, but you could start out with just one radio. You can uh, you get that shortwave receiver I told about, and that's under $100, the KA900 by Cato. Um, so, it, it, you know, unlike night vision, which is an expensive thing, and again, I want to make a plug for that because, you know, when this thing in California happens, expect people to start taking infrastructure out. And the first thing they'll take out, the easy thing to take out are people's transformers. I mean, that's what the left does. So that's let me ask you operate. this question about California. Are these shortwave radios they have, are they now useless? No, you can. If, if a repeater goes down, you can still use them line of sight. And the nice thing is, um, you can. Some of the ham radios actually have repeater functions in them, so you could actually put one radio five miles away from you or ten miles away from you, talk into that, and it'll transmit another ten miles. It actually acts as a repeater. So you again, it goes all back to your area of operation. Where do you live ninety percent of your life within twenty miles? Most people. Now there are people that travel, but so if you can if you can control not control, but if you if you understand the dynamics of what goes on in your area of operation, 
that place where you live, breathe, sleep, you know, all that, then you are much more likely to be able to survive it. Uh, again, we mentioned this in the last program. Find out if your community has an emergency program. What will they do? What will they do to, to uh, you know, shore up infrastructure, make sure infrastructure is not attacked? What about supply chain? How, do you, how, do you, how are you going to get stuff in? How, how are we going to get stuff out? What, what happens to all this? Where does our water come from? Is there water in my area? Again, that area of operation thing I've, I've talked about a lot. Um, there's something also, David, we've got a few minutes left. but we, got there's about, a, there's, we actually got about 40 seconds. Okay. Well, next time we talk, I want to talk about OODA loop. Um, it's, a, it's a military acronym that's been used by military and police. It's called um, Observe, Orient, Decide, and Act. Um, it, is, it is designed by a military officer, and it, it, it sets a mindset of what I do. I observe, I orient to that, so I get raw intelligence. Okay. I, uh, Let's save that for what? next time, and I'll tell you why. Because yeah. if I don't, um, I'm going to be your customer in what you're talking about today. And I okay. know a lot of people feel the same way. So quickly, tell us how we contact you. Well, uh, readymaderesources.com. Um, they can go there and you can just go to the um, radio section. And you'll see those uh, Bofang F8 HP radios. You'll see the package. You know, if you type into the search bar, it's up on the left-hand side, KA900. That'll come up, and you'll be able to get that ham radio. Um, and then if you have questions, um, I'm available at 800-627-3809. Say that again. Uh, to, 800-627-3809. Okay. In conclusion, Bob, i got to say this. First of all, this has been a public service announcement, not just an interview. You're going to be hearing from me shortly. I've got a few errands i got to run here. But I'm going to be a customer, and I know you're going to have your phone ringing off the hook when this goes live. So thanks for being with us. Got to run. We're up against a hard break. Thank you. Thank you.